0: Good morning, everybody. Good to have you along with us. Let's talk green bins. They've been in use for a month now. Have you adjusted? It took me a week. I'll admit, took me a week to adjust. I kept forgetting to use it. And then I would uh, put what would go in the green bin in the garbage and get annoyed with myself, but it was uh, too far gone. I've adjusted since then and have gotten more in the habit. From what I've seen in my neighborhood, people seem to be uh, participating, put the, putting their green bins out. So I'm curious, one month in, how are things going? Jay Stanford is London's Director of Climate Change, Environment and Waste Management, joins us now. Jay, I appreciate the time today. Hey, good morning, Devin. So it's it's early days, but uh, how is the first month uh, for green bins gone?
1: Well, you know, four weeks, we're entering our fifth uh, You know, Devin, we're we're actually very pleased with what's going on. Um, The the numbers that have come in over the last four weeks indicate that, uh, as you said, when you look out, you you see a lot of green bins. Across London, we see a lot of variation. We see some neighbourhoods and some streets where there might be two, three homes out of every ten participating. Then we hit areas where it's like seven, eight and even approaching nine homes out of every ten participating. Overall, we think we're somewhere between 40 and 45% participation, and that is actually right where we should be for the first month of action.
0: So I was going to ask, what sort of expectations did you have for people participating as we start this? Because it's a pretty big change.
1: Well, it's a huge change. It's impacting 127,000 households. That represents about 300,000 Londoners. So um, compared to other communities who've been doing this for many years, Participation in those communities is between 60 and 70 percent, and the better communities are up around 75 percent. So, for London to be where we're at, I think we're right on the the, the right tra- trajectory. Uh, we're we're a month old, and the, the the amount of material coming in. I guess that's the other really key indicator. We're averaging about uh, two tons per truck of green bin materials coming in. So over the first 20 days, somewhere around 900 tons of green bin materials have been picked up. And and Devin, what that actually represents would be about 100 trucks of green bin materials no longer going to landfill, now going off to a composting facility. So to be honest, it's a little bit of a celebration in my books
0: it's i mean it's it's a huge number and it's only a, a month and that's i mean there's many reasons why we're doing the green bin but uh have waste uh, diverted from the landfill is a big reason uh, one of those big reasons
1: well that's right so every day we serve about 25,000 people uh, households and you know, the, the early days, of course, there were, there were a, a lot of concerns. It, it's a brand new system. We were averaging about 300 to 400 calls per day, uh, you know, or emails. That you know, On a normal day, let's picture last year about this time, that number would be about 50. So it, it shows that there was some confusion initially as people got used to not only the green bin, but do remember the biweekly garbage collection started at the same time. So that, of course, is a huge change for Londoners. And between those two programs, here we are about, you know, four weeks into the program, entering our fifth week. I, we're we're doing reasonably well. I, I'm really excited with what Londoners have done with the program so far. And we're going to go in waves. Of course, we're going to go through the next one or two months of cooler weather. Then we're going to get into the warmer weather. And I think different behaviors are going to occur. Different questions are going to come forward. But that's all part of the program as it begins to uh starts its maturity later this year.
0: What sort of questions did people have or what sort of, what sort of confusion did people have just kind of adjusting? Or,
1: Well, uh, adjusting, of course, the biweekly garbage is the big one because it's you, know, you were once getting three containers uh, about every six days, as you know, the old system. Now you have to hang on to your materials four to six days longer. So pet waste and diapers are two of the materials that Londoners definitely call about and wonder, you know what what are the other ways of handling these materials, and there really aren 't right now. You have to hold on to those longer. A lot of calls about uh, what type of liner uh, and of course you 've got to use the certified compostable liners uh, they 're available in many, many retail stores. I think there was a period of time when they were difficult to get because it just went through uh, a, a purchase frenzy, I guess. So those, uh, as far as I know, have all been restocked. I'm not hearing as much uh, concern about that. And then, of course, Devin, if you recall, the very first week, we had the coldest temperatures in London. And we had a lot of frozen green bin materials where we could not remove them from the green bin. So that, of course, was a challenge for Londoners. Uh, But we have now gone through that. And uh, once again, very pleased just to make sure cuz you mentioned
0: one thing that i was I had a question about i had to read it a couple times to make sure i wasn't confusing myself when you can just put the food waste in the in the green bin but if you have one of those glad compostable bags that can also go in the green bin right
1: oh of course yes that would be one of the certified compostable uh, liners so a lot of different products in the marketplace and prices vary from retail location to retail location uh, and, and Devin, you you mentioned your first week. You were getting used to things. Uh, what was the biggest thing on your uh, sort of frustration list?
0: Well, for me, it was just I was getting frustrated with myself because I've been talking about green bins with you for about a decade, <laughs> and then I, I right. and I kept forgetting to you know with with the coffee grinds and your food scraps just to put it in the green bin. I would put it in the garbage because I have it all in one you know location, and I, it's like I'm I'm a muscle memory person, and so it was for me it was just forgetting to put it in the green bin itself and I was getting annoyed. I had to go to Amazon to get my compostable bags as they're out at the grocery store near me, but I got the bags, everything's good to go. It's, it was just remembering to do it, uh, and now I'm in the habit of doing it, but it took me, it took me a week to get used to it, so that was, uh, that was the annoyance for me.
1: Yeah, and not a surprise to hear that. So when you think of food waste, literally it is all your food waste. That would include things even like your eggshells, bones, shells from nuts or seafood, for example, all that goes right into your green bin. So it is, or your kitchen container first and then into your green bin. So I guess that's the, really the key part. Those are items that typically you've been putting into the garbage bag. Uh, Might have been a little kitchen bag under the uh, under your sink, but that's the habit people need to start. And what we're hearing from a lot of Londoners is once they get started, they say, hey, this is easier than I thought And that's really what it is when you think about it, because you're scraping your plate anyways, whether you scrape it into a bag for garbage or into this case now into a kitchen container, it is really an easy habit to develop. And I think once you do it, you realize it's quite easy to do. Is the hope one
0: day we could have pet waste and whatnot included in the green bin? I know it's not right now, but one day could that be?
1: Pet waste is an item that we're going to be uh, discussing with Civic Works Committee in the month of June. Uh, They've asked for a review of a number of items, so they want to know what is the best way to handle pet waste. Same thing with with diapers and incontinence products. Those should not be in the green bin right now. Absolutely not. Some communities, though, have separate handling systems to help residents. Uh, So that's something that we're going to look at as well in our June report. So for now, we're starting with the easy stuff of food waste and a few food soiled paper products like a paper napkin, paper towel that was used to, to, you know, clean up maybe some some milk that is spilt or something like that. So a few additional items in addition to your food waste, but it is primarily about that food waste, Devin, because that represents by weight about a third of the materials that you produce in place at the curb. We will, That's why uh... we're targeting it.
0: We will uh, follow with interest. It's, it's been interesting to see the first month of this. Uh, Jay, as always, I appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Thanks for, thanks for having me on, Devin. Have a great day. You as well. That's uh, Jay Stanford, London's Director of Climate Change, Environment, and Waste Management. We need to pause. When we return, we'll have more of The Morning Show with Devin Peacock on 980 CFPL.